everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on Rashpixel.fm. I'm Pete Wright, and right there, right over there, right is here. Nikki Kinzer. <laughs> Hello, Pete Wright. Hello, Hello Nikki everyone. Kinzer. Welcome to the show. Oh, it's delightful to be with you again today. Today. Oh, today. Have you noticed traffic is getting better? <laughs> That's a really strange observation. No, oh, I haven't noticed. It's the annual, uh, this is the annual awakening of summer traffic schedules for us. Like our oh. daily route in the morning. As of this week, things get easier. People, because you're people not having are, to stop for the buses and such? Well, it, it seems like they're starting, yeah, we're, we've got some, things are starting to slow down. People are happier when the weather is nicer. They drive more fluidly uh, into town. It's just everybody's nicer right now, and I'm just really celebrating that. I agree. Oh, it's I'm so nicer. Nice. You are nicer. That's yes. right. You're nicer. <laughs> I'm better looking. Come on. Hey, it's, if people need to see your beard. I. You know, it's pretty rugged. I grow hair. I grow You're hair on my... Man. I do. I grow hair on my face like a Wookiee. And it's so it took me about three days and I have a full beard and it's uh, and and it's it's all white. Yes, (laughs) that I did not see coming. Oh, Oh, big surprise. Well, we are talking about uh, clutter. I know. Exciting, right? I think it is. It's sort of back to our roots. But this time uh, we're going to take on clutter uh, from the perspective of ADHD. And I'm very excited to talk about that. But before we do, head over to TakeControlADHD.com and get to know us a bit better. You can subscribe to the show for free in iTunes. If you're looking for any of our organizing back episodes, you can always get those on the website. They're also on SoundCloud. Um, And uh, so you can uh, can do your due diligence on old, old organizing stuff. Uh, And call us, uh, 503-664-4ADD. Get your voice on the show or join the conversation on Twitter or Facebook at Take Control ADHD. I think that's it. I think that's it. Here we go. Good job. Let's talk about clutter. Clearing clutter in a hurry. That's what I like about this. It's in a hurry. Well, I'm really glad that we're talking about it because I will tell you, like I, I, I go through these sort of uh, cleansing benders. Yes, I do too. Yeah, yeah, and and I've I have been through one fairly recently, but as I opened up Evernote to look at the uh, show topic that we're talking about today, and I, I I did one of those slow dramatic kind of tilt pans of my head around the room, and and I noticed my office is not looking as pristine as it once was. There are like some mm-hmm. couple of days worth of mail uh, on the desk that are kind of scattered. I've got some papers that I usually scan really diligently and I've just sort of let it go. And I think it's because the sun is out regularly and the traffic is so nice that I'm, I'm now focusing on other really pleasant things than actually getting my work done. Clutter to me can become invisible. Oh yes. And I think for me, that is a, I I know that it can become invisible to everybody, but I think that's exacerbated by the ADHD stuff. Well, and it is, what a great description, invisible, because it really does that it does become invisible because it's not really necessarily something that you want to do. Yes. And, um, you know, with, with ADHD, if there's not a high interest level, then it can become invisible because you're going to be, you know, more pulled to the things that, that you want to do. And summer and sunshine can kind of be a double-edged sword. Some people may say, well, that really motivates me because I really, you know, want to be outside in the garage working. Yeah. <laughs> um, or Who are like, those people? Weird. Yeah, yeah weird. <laughs> um, or it could do the opposite of, well, I would rather just really be outside and working on my garden and, you know, I don't care about the clutter that's in the office. Um, but yeah, invisible is a really great way to describe it. And uh, I would say that overwhelm is a, a word I hear often with people too, when it becomes, um, or overwhelm 
when it comes to, to organizing and their homes and just sort of clutter in general, not knowing where to start, sure. you know, all these things. And, that, and once, yeah, once you start, once that first pile comes up and you, you just get kind of, it, it bears down on you, the weight of it. And you think, oh, that's when it, it, it becomes sort of allowed to be invisible. Yes. But it's invisible, but yet at the same time, it's still weighing this toll on you, yeah. right? Because it's that stress and just knowing that it's there, it's still kind of cluttering up in your mind, even though that may not be specifically what you are thinking about. It's still there. It's yes. still back there. Um, so yes, I have some ideas of, of clearing clutter in a hurry. I just love that title for some reason. Uh, <laughs> um, on our website, on the website, there's this new worksheet um, that's called, ta- like I think it's organizing tasks you can do in 15 minutes or something like that. And it's a whole list of different things that you can do in 15 minutes or around 15 minutes. I didn't actually time myself. So give me a little bit of grace there. Yeah, right. It's in the, it is in the bundle, <laughs> the worksheet bundle. 15 minute organizing tasks. Yes. Yes. Thank you. And the whole point of this worksheet and the point of me titling this podcast, clear clutter. See, if you say that too many times, you're going to get tongue tied, (laughs) clear clutter in a hurry is to actually break down the overwhelm that people are feeling because sometimes we just start too big. If we think that we want to organize our kitchen or organize our garage and we're looking at it as sort of a whole, that's when it becomes really overwhelming. And so we want to think really small and thinking small means you can do these things in a hurry and can do them in, you know, around 15 minutes. Perfect. Yes. So where where do I start? Well, I'm going to talk about the first four ideas that are on the worksheet. And then you guys, you know, if you're still interested in this idea and this concept, then I certainly encourage you to to go visit the website and download um, those documents so you can see the rest. But my first uh, idea, and this is something that I just, I, I love to do, especially if you have a family, get your family involved, is to do sort of like a clutter race. And you set the timer for 15 minutes and you just put away as many things as you can before the timer runs out right yeah yeah. it's fun no it is we do that with music we don't use a timer we have one song somebody gets to pick a song perfect yeah and that makes it fun too especially if it's an upbeat song and people are dancing around and making making it fun so that it's not that you know chore that you dread um one of the things with this clutter race is that you want to make the easy decisions so if you are getting stuck and you're not sure where something goes and it's taking you longer than a couple seconds to figure it out i'm actually saying leave it for now don't focus on that this clutter race this 15 minutes is just really to be focused on the things that you know have a home and yeah. it's really fun. I mean, it, it really is amazing to kind of see, wow, my living room looks so much better when, you know, the dog toys are put away and the blankets are folded. I mean, it's just those, those simple things um, that can make a difference. So that's, that's the first idea. Perfect. Okay. Now going smaller than a room, but still probably a little more challenging than just the clutter race is sorting and purging a drawer. So what I am typically... Just, just any drawer, right? Just I mean, any drawer. Typically, it could be like a um, junk drawer, or if you have like a bathroom drawer that has like, you, well, for me, makeup. I don't know. Pete, do you, do you wear makeup? No. Well, well <laughs> I do have a, a rather uh, disastrous bathroom drawer, and it's, it's, it's gotten to the point where I don't even open the drawer anymore. I just take out the three things that should be kept in the drawer mm-hmm. and i leave them on the on the bathroom counter because i know Lovely. if i put them in the drawer i'll never actually find them yes yes well that might be a good drawer for you to try this yeah 
Yeah. Uh, but basically, it's it's a drawer that's bugging you. Could also be. Um, I have an example here of the nightstand. You know, sometimes our nightstand drawers can get kind of stuffed with books and notes and things like that. So just dump it out. You know, decide what you want to keep, what you can get rid of. Take. You know, it should only take about fifteen minutes. I'm not talking about a big drawer that you know that. I mean, junk drawers can even probably take longer than 15 minutes, but um, just something to get you started. And as soon as you are able to kind of see what you don't want anymore, then you can organize the drawer back with more intention. So you know that this is, okay, this is the bathroom drawer. This is what I want to be in it. These three important things are going to be, you know, really easy for me to access. If you don't want them on your counter, it's perfectly fine to have them on your counter too. Just want to put that in there. Um but then you're done. So, and that gets you started. So, you know, we're thinking about, oh gosh, I want to organize my kitchen. Well, you know what? Just start with the drawer. Just start with the utensils drawer. Or I want to organize my bathroom. Just start with that drawer. Um, just to get you started and get you kind of used to the process, which I think is, you know, a good thing. I love it. There you go. Super useful for me. Okay. So tidying up your front entrance. This one now, I'm even more excited about. Yeah, this is really interesting because this is the first thing that you see when you walk into your home, right? So what kind of impression does it leave for you? I mean, are you happy to come home? Is this like a peaceful place or is this like, oh my gosh, it's a disaster. I'm stressed just even putting my you know step in the front door. Um, so we need to take some time, just a few minutes to put your shoes away, your coats away, do a quick little purge. Like every once in a while, I notice that the shoes now have uh, don't fit the kids, they've outgrown them. So, you know, do a quick little purge or whatever backpacks go on the, um, hook or, you know, things like Mm -hmm. that. So it's just taking a few minutes to tidy up that front entrance entrance so that when you leave and you come back in, you actually have more of a peaceful feeling and not so, you know, chaotic. You know what it is it for us, it's, you know, the kids come home from school and they walk in the front door, they take their shoes off because they know they're supposed to take the shoes off and not traipse dirt all over the house. And they just leave them right there. There's a shoe rack right on our inside wall, right? You walk in the door, there's a giant shoe rack that you just take your shoes and put them on the shoe rack. But they don't. And once one person does it uh, and leaves the shoes kind of in the entry hall, everybody just kind of starts doing it. You slip your shoes off because you think, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to leave in another few minutes. And then you invariably you don't leave. And suddenly you have a giant pile of shoes right next to the shoe rack. It is so infuriating, but there is such an enormous sense of peace and satisfaction when the shoes are out of the way and you can actually walk into the house without having to risk twisting an ankle. I I would extend that not just to the front entrance, but to your main entrance. Yes. Uh, Because our main entrance is not the front door. It's the, uh, it's the garage Mm -hmm. and we, uh, the garage is a mess. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's, we actually have another shoe rack and yet there's a giant pile of shoes right outside the door. Um, And so you're always sort of tiptoeing through stuff to get to the cars and and get an house. I, I think that's a that is a great tip. Keep keep your entrances clean. Well, and it's interesting because as you're talking, I have a question about the shoe rack. Is it a is it a traditional shoe rack where you actually have to take each shoe and put it on its own little rack? No, like it's, a, its own it, little you thing. know what it is. It used to be a toy uh, frame, and so it had buckets in it. So there are like three wooden oh, right. dowels, right? That, that would used to hold these buckets. We took all the buckets off, and they hold shoes perfectly. So it's four, it's four levels high, and each of us has a rack on it. Each of us okay. has a row, and so we just put our shoes on the thing. It's it is a perfect 
shoe rack for us. And when we are, when our habit is good and we think, okay, it takes an extra two and a half seconds to take your shoe, loosen your shoe on your foot and lift it up to put it on the rack and then release your foot. Like it's not (laughs) a hard thing to do. Uh, It's just something that we, we, we get sloppy about. Yeah. Well, and, and the reason I ask is, and that's great that it, that it works that way. Cause those shoe racks that have the individual little racks that you actually have to take each shoe and put on, it's almost like that's too many steps for some people with ADHD. I know. And even though that's really simple, it's still too many steps and it's just mm-hmm. easier to, to slip the shoes off. And what we've done in our house is we have a shoe bin that's one of those ottomans, like that, those long ottomans that you open up and then you just, we just throw all the shoes in there. So yeah. they're literally now it, granted, it takes a little bit more time when you're looking for something and it's not just right on top, you know, <laughs> shoes are flying in the air, right, right. <laughs> but, but they go back in really easy. So my point is that just make sure whatever shoe system you use, that it is a simple one and easy because yeah, if it has too many steps or make it, it's too complicated. Your kids aren't going to do it. You're not going to do it. Right, it's not right, work. Right. Um, so anyway, the other thing I was thinking of when you were saying the back entrance, um, I totally understand what you're saying because we walk through our garage too. And there's these steps from the garage into our house because there's just, you know, a few steps you have yeah, to actually yeah. go up and it drives me crazy when there's a lot of stuff on the steps and it, a lot of it is my stuff. It's not just my family. <laughs> You know, like if I have the trash and if I don't want to go all the way outside to put the trash in the, in the bin, then I will just put the trash on that front step until I go outside. But sometimes I don't do that and you still have to walk around the trash, you know, and shoes, like if the shoes are muddy, they won't go into the house, but they'll just end up being on the steps. And I mean, all this stuff just like collects. And so even just clearing that staircase can make such a difference to me of walking into my house. And so definitely, um, whatever is going to help you have more peace of mind, I think is great. So yeah, yeah, very good. Okay. It's it's very feng shui too. I think there's a feng shui thing probably about keeping your entrances clear. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I mean, if there's not, there should be. There should be. Somebody <laughs> write the feng shui guy. Somebody write that. Listen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So my fourth um, suggestion on the worksheet, and this is a big one for so many people. And you, in fact, you even mentioned it at the beginning yeah. of the show is going through your mail. And, you know, they, it does, it becomes invisible. And uh, I have a little uh, mail basket that says mail on it and it can become invisible to me too until it gets really full and I'm like, oh man, there's gotta be something in there that I should know about. <laughs> you know? Yeah, totally. Um but this is a great little thing to do for 15 minutes. You know, set that timer like you said, do the um your favorite song or even if you just want to watch TV, if you've got a TV show, a 30 minute TV show that you want to watch um to pass the time, whatever it is it's gonna help you do it. Just take us a, a, a step you know, few pieces of mail and get through it and just go through it. Um, it, you know, 80% of what we get, we don't keep. I mean, we end up recycling it and shredding it. It's just a matter of taking the time to do it. And I think that the nice thing about breaking this up into 15 minutes is that it's not overwhelming because you're not organizing your paper, right? You're not setting up new filing systems. You're not doing anything at this point. Given today's mail, you're probably just recycling stuff. Exactly. That's all you're doing. But just that little step is, is one step farther than where you were 
you know, earlier in the day when you were just sitting there staring and looking at the, at the stacks of mail. So it's just getting started. It's looking at that point of entry. That's easy. And, um, hopefully we'll continue to build that momentum to keep you, you know, to keep doing it, but, um, that's it. That's a good one. Well, you, you, you just gave the first four off of the 15 minute organizing task. And I want to give my favorite Yes, please. And that would be uh, uh, down the page a little bit. Go through your car. Oh, yes. I oh. just did that last weekend. Let me tell you, and I think that there is probably uh, uh, science to back this up. Uh, clean cars are faster than dirty cars. <laughs> Really? That is my, I'm, I, that is my, that's my thing. I really, <laughs> I am just so, I'm at such a sense of peace. And I, I don't know, I, I know, some, you know, many people don't, particularly people in, in our fair state are, uh, have, have, uh, given up on the cars and they, that we have such a, a pretty good public transit and downtown is so nice. But for those like me who spend a lot of time, too much time in our cars, uh, it, it, it really, it, it can add that unconscious, subconscious stress when I get in my car and I have to like dig through the trash and the old Starbucks cups and the receipts, parking receipts and just stuff that I've, I have just thrown in the seat or, or even worse when some, when I'm, you know, take somebody else in the front seat with me oh. and you, you realize, oh my God, I have like a week's worth of junk uh, sitting in that seat that I just have, I don't think about. Uh, and so for me, it's I get, it is so embarrassing. I get such a sense of satisfaction when I clean out the car. And again, it doesn't take very long if you just put a little reminder in your system that says, Hey, have you cleaned out your car today? Yes. Um, uh, it, it's, uh, it's again, it's so much easier to build that habit of, Hey, I'm going to go ahead and take this Starbucks cup with me when I get out of the car and throw right. it in the trash when the car is clean, because it stands out. It does. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I was just having this conversation with a group of moms, um, the other day, and we were talking about our homes and, you know, when unexpected guests come and, you know, ah, everybody kind of like gas, but it, I'll tell you what happened. And I'm so glad you brought this up about the car. I was more embarrassed last week when a girlfriend of mine hopped in the front seat of my car because we were waiting for the for school to start, so our kids were still with us. Mm-hmm. And so she hops into the front seat of my car, and I just, I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. It's so messy, and it's, you know, just excuse the mess. And I was, for some reason, more embarrassed about the car than having, uh, the same week, having somebody come over unexpected right. to pick up their daughter and see my messy house. Like, the messy house didn't bother me as much as the car bothered me. And I, I don't know what that says about me. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know why that is, but it is how I felt. Like I was really more mortified about the car than I was about my own house. I don't know. So that weekend I cleaned my car. It feels so good. It does. And it is, it's nice to go in and have it. And you're right. Like the coffee cup, I got it because I didn't want to leave it in there. And the kids, when the kids are in there, I'm like, pick up your stuff. Yep. I just cleaned yep. the car. Absolutely. Yeah. They get it too. Building yeah. good habits, you role model you. Yeah, well, <laughs> now, this week I am. <laughs> well, I love it. And I think these these reminders for, you know, dealing with ADHD, that's a, this, you, you got to fight the invisibility thing. And and that's you a do. big, certainly a big one for me. So And, and, and just with that, you know, it, to kind of repeat and summarize what we said, it breaks down the overwhelm, you know, it, it, it keeps it not being invisible and it breaks down that overwhelming feeling into these small little things that you can do and you can do it in a hurry. 15 minutes 15 or less. Minutes. Nah, right. That's right. This has been a great conversation, Nikki. Thank you. 
And uh, thank you, everybody, for downloading the show and listening and subscribing for free again on iTunes. We encourage you to do so so you don't miss a single episode. Uh, on behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright, and we'll catch you next week on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast. Music.